0: All right, welcome everybody to the next episode of Tulsa Life Podcast. You are in for a treat today because we have the one and only, the amazing Angela Duncan here from Miami, and that's not Miami, Oklahoma, this is Miami, Florida. So thank you for being here. Yes, thanks for having me Tim. I'm excited. Oh, well, I'm excited to have you because you are the podcast queen. So I'm a little bit like, I really probably should be like going, you interview, you do it, you run it. But you don't get to be on this side of the of the microphone much. No, and I'm very nervous actually being on this side. Oh, stop it. Stop <laughs> it, stop it. So you are, let's give give everybody, give the listeners and the watchers just a little bit of information about you, who you are, and how amazing you are. And then we're going to backtrack a little bit, but I want, want you to talk about what you're doing right now. And then we're going to kind of get back into like the beginning and how that happened.
1: Okay. So I always start off my story. Um, I'm a survivor of childhood abuse and trauma, and I grew up in poverty. And we moved around a lot as a kid. So when I was 18, moved out of that situation and I knew that I needed to go to college. Always been fascinated by numbers and I've always wanted to learn more about how not to be in poverty. I always thought that was my why is like running away from being in poverty. Um, So I was a stockbroker first and I worked for Bank of America and I went through the tech bubble and I realized like this is not the platform for me. I want to help people, but I have no control over the stock market. So then I got my real estate license in 2007, which was amazing because it was right before the crash. But, you know, you you grow and you really, truly learn the craft of being a real estate agent when you have a bad market. So it was so true. Such a great opportunity. Um, Ran a co-owned and ran a, a REMAX office top 10 in the country, a
0: super successful REMAX office. Yeah.
1: But you know, when you have good people, you attract good people. And then when you take care of them, you know, we just, we grow together just like you're doing here. So, um, then I sold that company and I had an insurance company and then I sold that this year,
0: which is amazing. And now you have an amazing podcast. Yeah. So share that because you have your own podcast. So what is it called and how do people find it? It's
1: called empower her money. And I interview women, successful women, CEOs, entrepreneurs who talk about business and of course we talk about money.
0: I love it. Okay, so let's kind of back up a little bit. Um you and I met, I think we've decided now two thousand eight or nine. Somewhere around. Somewhere there. Around there. Mm-hmm. And like you said, we both started our real estate companies in Florida about the same time and navigated a way through a, a crazy market, Mm -hmm. but found opportunity, found ways to be successful. And we've had a friendship ever since. And so you got to come down this weekend and I was picking your brain and asking you, you know, I think that, um, anytime you have an Angela Duncan in your life, you know, you should try to, to gain all the knowledge that you can from that person that you might be able to help. And I think because your mission is so close to my mission and Mm -hmm you know, you really want to empower, especially women. Mm -hmm. And that is something that you were like, did not hesitate a second. And you're like, let me just come down. Right. Let me just come down and I'll, I'll spend the weekend and you can pick my brain. I'll give you basically all this free knowledge. And I'm so grateful for that. But I think that speaks volumes to the person that you are Mm -hmm. and why you are on such a mission and why it's becoming so successful. Yeah. So number one, thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for giving me your time. I think and I did invite myself. So that that's, you know, I don't think you, you, you did. Ask. I think, I think it was like, yeah, I can come down. Would you rather yeah. make come down? I'm like, yes, uh-huh. yes, please do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so thank you for that. So let's back up a little bit because I like how you started this out because I think there's so many people that can relate to starting out in really hard, dark, circumstances. Mm-hmm. And that does not have to define you. Right. So it's the saying it's
1: like, do you choose to be a victim or a victor? And I just knew I didn't want to live a lifestyle that I had grown up in. And so you have to figure out why and become a student and, you know, figure out what you, what is your lane? What is, what is it that interests you? And because I knew that numbers for me always interest me then that was what I was going to study. I was going to figure out this money thing because I never wanted to be in poverty again. And I think this past year when I wrote my book, um, empower your money, my why kind of shifted or maybe it's always there. And I just realized it was something different. mm -hmm. Yeah. So for me thinking back, like if my mom had better financial education or at least had a job or a business, she wouldn't have stayed in that situation. And then I wouldn't have endured the abuse that I did. And, Then I think about like, there are so many women that are stuck in situations that they don't know how to get out of because they don't have money to do it. And so if they had just a little bit more money education, then they wouldn't
0: stay in that abusive situation. And I love how you're saying that money education, because we live in a very rich environment and we have Mm -hmm. heard this all weekend long, Mm -hmm. which I think has been really cool that talking about your mission, kind of what motivates you. I think that we talk about money being a motivator. And it's usually not money. Mm -hmm. It's usually what we feel like money gives, Mm -hmm. whether it's security, things. Freedom. Yep, freedom. Mm -hmm. I think for you and I, we come from a a, a kind of a similar background, similar. Mm -hmm. I say this all the time. I think I said it right. (laughs) Um, Where, you know, I didn't have the exact same story or the same trauma, but I also think that I had a little bit of that poverty mentality and that mindset. And coming from a scarcity mindset, Instead of something that's, like, empowering and educating, those changes of those words and mindset is everything. Mm -hmm. And so I think what you're doing and promoting is so smart because it's, like, we're not just talking about I love money. Right. It's let's go a step further. Let's empower that. What does Mm -hmm. that mean? Mm -hmm. So share a little bit, too. um, You shared with the team today. And I think that somebody that had been on your podcast actually kind of helped you Mm -hmm. get to this place as well and recognize some things. So kind of share a little bit about that gratitude, scarcity, understanding, wealth Mm -hmm. at the basic level. Yeah,
1: because money mindset is 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 a skill, it's a tool, but you have to practice it every day. So especially when you come from a different background and you're trying to change the way that you think or replace the way that you think, That thought may always be there, but then you have to recognize it and turn it around. So yeah. So what we were talking about is being grateful, not just for what you think is abundant in your life, but what we have is so abundant to the rest of the world. Um, running water, being able to go get gas at a gas station, having food available at a store. So many things like that, that people in the rest of the world don't get to experience. Just being grateful for that. And I think, you know, it sounds kind of funny and I laugh when I do it, but like I do say, thank you car, you know, thank you credit card. Thank you food because it's available and it's there for me. And so many people don't think about being grateful for those little tiny things because we have it every day. You know, imagine you go to a restaurant and they fill your cup with water, and you don't drink all of it. Like that could be so wasteful to somebody else in another country, but we just—it's just normal. We'll for take us. it for granted.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so we were—we went to Life Church this weekend. Mm-hmm. It was your first experience at Life Church. Yes. And first of all, what were your thoughts going into it? Because it was like loud. Yeah. And they're like, what am I doing here? No, it's
1: just like my church back home. Okay. It's like, um, it's like you're in a LA movie festival or something. Yeah. yeah I, love, I love it though. You need the energy because that's the feeling when you tie the feeling to the belief, then it sticks longer. That's true.
0: Mm-hmm. That's good. But even, even the sermon that we listened to, Craig Rochelle was talking about um, how rich we are. Yeah. And he's like, we're sitting here and we're going, Oh my gosh, we've been talking about this this weekend. And he's talking about everybody in this room is rich, right? Like everybody is rich. Some of us are different levels mm-hmm. when you're talking about money, but I loved his example was like some of us are rich and we can make coffee at home. Right. Like we have a a thing that makes coffee that uses fresh water. That you can actually make coffee and you can put cream in it. Mm-hmm. You have, you know, sugar that you can. And he's going on and he's like, and some of us mm-hmm. are so rich. This is us that we can have somebody <laughs> else make coffee for us, right. and we pick it up on our way into work. Mm-hmm. And you know, even just thinking about that, I think that we want to be, we want to always be grateful, and we're like, oh my goodness, I'm so grateful because of X. And it's usually something that's big, mm-hmm. and it's usually our gratitude comes from saying it's something big that's happened, but. Breaking it down, and that's really helped me this weekend. Is just breaking it down and recognizing how how grateful we should be, how blessed we are, and how rich we are. Mm-hmm. And I really think it's funny that we're talking about richness, empowering, you mm-hmm. know, money, all of those things, and that it's not a bad thing. No, and I think it comes a lot from our society.
1: So I've done mission trips. Like we went um, to Mexico and did a mission trip. And I took our daughter with us and she, we just walked the streets because I wanted her to see what other people live every yes. day versus what we get. And these kids, we went to an orphanage. And we Where were, doing, were you? Um, Just outside of Cozumel, but okay. like on the non-touristy side. Mm-hmm. And so, so Mexico. Yeah. yeah. So we went and vi- we visited an orphanage there and we were doing some like labor work. Right. And these kids were just so happy. They had no TVs. They didn't have brand name, anything. They, you know, lived in this group home with a fence around it that had to be very secure so no one can get into it. But they were just happy because they didn't know any different. Right. And then when we're walking through the streets and seeing people who sleep on the floor, some of them didn't have windows. They don't have AC units. Um, we stayed in like an Airbnb where we had to time to get hot water. It's like so many things that you have back home but now you realize that other people don't have it and they're still so happy because they just don't know any different.
0: Yeah, they haven't been they haven't been exposed to all the things now that we take like not even for granted but that we should just assume that we have. Right. It's like I mean if somebody told us that we didn't have indoor plumbing, mm-hmm. I would have a major problem with that. I'd right. be like, "Oh, uh, wait, what? Like, yeah. I'm going to do what where?" Yeah. And but that's like you said, that's just life Yeah. and so it's normal for us. So everybody I think this too. Everybody in this those people look happy. They also are going to have things too that they take for granted. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's always another level to everything. So they might have more than somebody else has that they are sitting here going, what I'm grateful for, what somebody would die for, I right. would love to have. Roof over their head, a blanket. You right. Know. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, okay. So tell us what else. Like I, I really, you came and shared today with the team, um, your podcast. Let's talk a little bit about that because I think that that's something that I'm very interested in, and you've shared a lot of great tips and tricks. You know, this weekend alone. But tell us a little bit about your podcast.
1: Yeah. So the idea um, when I sold my insurance company this year, I thought I wanted to retire. I was just burnt. I didn't grow it the way that She's I wanted so old, to. Right. It's time to retire. <laughs> I. But you know, you know, as a business owner, if you don't put the right people in place, it can be overwhelming as a business owner, and it just I was tired. So I sold it and I took some time off and I thought, oh, it'd be fun to do a podcast because everybody has a story. Everybody knows something about money that they can share and they don't oftentimes think that it would help anybody, but really it does. So I wanted to have a platform where I can help other people share their stories and help The listeners learn more about money that hopefully relates to them in their everyday lives because I might be at a different place, but someone else had to get to that place. Right. So give me the steps that you took to get there so that we can share it with everyone and just have this, you know, free podcast platform that you can just listen to and get the information. You're in the car. Maybe you're just taking a walk. You're waiting for your children, you know, consume good information so that you can continue to be a student as well.
0: And you're really good at that. Like you really don't watch a lot of TV. Not at all. And I mean, you're, you stayed at my house this weekend and, and, you know, you're, we were talking because you have routine, you have things that you try to get done. And, and so when you have somebody at your home, it's different because you're going, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to be intentional about giving that person time and being available. And so it changes things. So, you know, I didn't watch any football this weekend hardly. And that is so different than right. what usually our weekends <laughs> look like. But I kept on telling you like, Hey, you can use the TV in your room. It's like connected to, and you're like, Oh no, it's fine. No. I've got my computer. Mm-hmm. I'll read a book. I'll listen to podcast. Mm-hmm. and you are very intentional about what you're putting in, what you're listening to, what you're filling your mind with. So I, I am, I respect that a lot.
1: Yeah. And it's tough because when you grew up in a, an environment that I did, it's very easy for me to be negative negative. And I, I know that. So every day I have to practice gratitude. I have to control what's coming in so that I can keep it positive because I don't want to be that negative person. And I, I, I acknowledge that that's very easy for me to do. So knowing my personality, I have to control the environment. It's the only thing I can control is my attitude. So if I control what's coming into my brain and what, what I'm consuming, then it helps me be the best version of myself. And you start your day every day by journaling. I do. I love just having quiet. I don't reach for my phone. I'm not on social media. I grab my book and my dogs. We go outside and I just journal. I'm t- I'm being intentional of, what are my goals right now? Whether they're short, mid, long-term, I'm writing them down, but then I'm saying I'm grateful. Like, and I envision it as if it's already been done. So when I first started the podcast, you know, my goal was to hit a hundred episodes. And I'm like, I'm so grateful that I've met, interviewed and promoted a hundred women. And now that that's happened, you know, I changed my goal and I adjust it, but then I can look back at it and just be grateful that it
0: happened. And then you have a new goal. Then you set a new one. And then yes. you go, what, so what is your next goal for the podcast?
1: So I really want to grow the listeners. I want to reach more people. So I would love to be able to interview international women and talk about business and money from a different culture aspect. I think that'd be super fascinating for me. And I think it would also help us be grateful for a lot of things too, that we don't necessarily know that happens in other countries. And so to get those you know, tips from women who are doing big things in other areas and other countries. I think
0: that would be a lot of fun. That would be a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. And you'd be really good at it. I hope so. And then you'd be like, um, and I might need to travel there to go meet them in person because you do a lot of yours like Zoom. Yeah, I do. So, you know, most of your podcasts are done via Zoom so they can be anywhere in the world Mm -hmm. and it works out. So when, when we were talking and you were like, "Do, do people come into the studio? And I'm like, yeah, we have like our own little studio. But there it's it is. so cute. Well, I love it. Thanks. I, I like it too. And I like having it, you know, one-on-one, but that's limiting if you don't have a platform and we could do the same. So I'm learning a lot of things from you and I'm so grateful, you know, for just the little tips mm-hmm. that you've given in the short amount of time, because you're somebody that you are so willing to help and you're like, Hey, how about this idea? Or how about this idea? And I think that anytime that people are trying to give back, that's my mission is, is that I want to, I want to help others be successful. But what I find is it's kind of selfish because the way that it makes me feel and what I get out of that from them being successful is really for me. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, but the, the,
1: but you're changing their lives and then you're changing lives of people around them. You could be creating generational wealth for that family just by you sharing.
0: Amazing. Yeah. And
1: we have a responsibility when you find success and you learn a craft or skill, you have a responsibility to give back. That's the way that I look at it
0: and to share yeah, You know, I think in our industry, knowing both of us have been in the real estate world, um, there's so many times that I feel like, exe- especially in certain markets, that people want to feel like they're holding on mm-hmm. to things and that they mm-hmm. have these secrets that they're not willing to, you know, let anybody else know and don't tell our trade secrets. And we're completely opposite. Yes. And, you know, we've always, we're, we've been blessed to be around other people, though, that have had the same mentality as us. And we invite people into our office all the time, like mm-hmm. anytime. We'll share. We'll give you our playbook. We'll tell you exactly how we're doing things. And I believe that I believe in the law of abundance. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that if we can give that to somebody else and it helps them, it doesn't matter if I see something directly come back. Because somebody down the down the road has either helped me already,
1: mm-hmm. that's True.
0: Most of my ideas are stolen from somebody smarter yeah. than me. Yeah. So I just think that if we have that same shared mentality, which I really love. So, okay, well, tell everybody, how do they find you? What's the best place? What do you want everybody to do after watching this? And then what is what is that next action step?
1: Yeah, so Empower Her Money all over social media, Instagram, TikTok, uh, LinkedIn, Facebook. But if you're a podcast person, definitely check out Empower Her Money podcast. Like it, subscribe, give me a review. Would love that too. And if
0: you have any guests that you think
1: might be amazing for my show, send them my way. I'd love to interview them.
0: That's awesome. And that goes for this one too. So if you... If you have anybody that would be a good host for this, we'll, we'll give them to you first and then we'll, not a host, but somebody to interview. Uh, but we'd love to do that too. Cause you're teaching me, how do we leverage our podcast better? How do we get it out for more people? Mm-hmm. So, um, same thing. I'm going to guess, I'm going to say it again, like go to our YouTube channel is really the best thing is to go like and subscribe. And if you can, you can write a review. I don't even know if that's a thing on YouTube. You can thumb up on YouTube. Thumb up, yeah. thumb up on YouTube. Okay. <laughs> So we're learning together and I appreciate all that you've already taught me. And thank you for being here this weekend. And thanks for being on the podcast. Thank you. All right. We'll catch you next time.